Eddie, I want to thank you for inviting me over to your house last night, man. Hey, man. It was a good time. I really appreciate it. We had a good time. We had, we had too much fun on a Sunday night <laughs> with your father involved. Your pops was in rare form. I told you, pops is OG, triple OG, dog. That nigga will tell stories about him, like, when he was younger. Boy. But if, ever, if that nigga ever starts telling stories, just get, grab a chair and just sit there and just listen. That nigga got some stories. Um, special shout out to CT for making that spinach dip. Yeah, that shit was fire. That's and the, the, the two devil, things the devil eggs. The devil eggs are amazing. I had the last like four today, and those shits was just so good. Uh, shout out to Twan for actually getting the Super Bowl pick correct. Man, fuck Twan for that. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, I know that he was he he wanted revenge for last year. That's all. Uh, who else I should help? Melinda, she came through. No, every, champagne. Every, everybody came through. That that was fun. Yeah. Renette, she showed up at some point. What was it after halftime? Yeah, <laughs> she was door dashing. I understand yeah. why. It was like it, I, I know saw how making, much it was paying. She, yeah, I know she, she was popping last night. Yeah, she made some money last night. Um, who else did did we miss anybody? Simone came through. No, uh, Dom. Sarah. Sarah, there we go. Man, yeah, I think that was there. Was everybody. Not a good time. Shout out to know. shout out to Charlotte for making that uh this awesome balloon arch. That's in my living room. And those wings. Yeah, those wings were hitting. Well, I'm gonna take some of those with me when I leave. Yo, shit was hitting. I had some today too. Shit was hitting. Um so uh Air Fryers, nigga, get you one. You want to just go ahead and start the show because we got a lot to really dig into. Yeah, let's let's start the show. We're brothers. You're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. That was a hell of a transition. Yeah, yeah I like uh, that. I like that. Yeah. Wonderful song pick by us today. That's the way every day goes. Every time we've known. If the sky is pink and white, if the ground is black and yellow, it's the same way you showed me. Nod my head, don't close my eyes, halfway on a slow move. It's the same way you showed me. If you could fly, then you'd feel south. Up north, it's getting cold soon. The way it is, we're on land, so I'm someone I hold true. Just to stay alive and make it 
when the sun is rolling. That's the same way you showed me. Showed. You showed me love. is correct it is all downhill downhill from here damn i'm stumbled <laughs> welcome to this ain't a podcast featuring spread and d and um let's go ahead and just start with the obvious i was wrong about the weekend to a degree if i didn't know any better and i saw that performance I would have been like, what the hell am I watching? And then somebody on Twitter, praise God, somebody on Twitter went down and broke down everything that happened last night. This has been going on since August. My man has been building this storyline since August. And you know what? I respect him more now today than I did before. Honestly, I feel like he's been, he's been doing this before. Whenever the album rollout was this. Like, he was really trying to tell an elaborate... This is what happens when you get the weekend in a movie. Now the nigga think everything's theatrical. He's been doing this shit since... I feel like he's been doing it since Uncut Gems. Because somebody broke... Man, you know, the whole AMA's thing. Yeah. Bree showed up and then... Well, he was at, like, another award show. And he had the bandages on his face. And then he finally revealed his face being beautiful and everything. And then it led up to this performance at the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So it's been an overarching story that he's been telling at each appearance. Yeah, he's done a phenomenal job. And I got to say something. The music still isn't for me, but damn it, I like the storytelling. Yeah, it's um, New Weekend versus Old Weekend. I'm always going to lean towards Old Weekend. Uh, but I, I didn't like how he pivoted towards pop. Uh, you could definitely tell when he really started to get <laughs> big money because then he started to realize, oh, I could just dominate the pop charts and I don't really have to fuck with R&B, which is fine. That's fine. Um, but I thought when he was the trilogy up to like Kissland was my favorite weekend because that was still I'm, I'm not saying that he was hurt like hunting for a hit but I don't think he had gotten that, that huge 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 hit yet and then as soon as he got that huge hit it was he was like oh no I'm, I'm going commercial on y'all niggas which is fine because he has to make his money he's ever since he's done that he's been probably one of the most popular acts in all of music the dude, when when he drops the music, he's doing numbers. Um, so that was that. I'm also going to say right now I was wrong again. I watched my my black Jesus get crucified yesterday. Oh, we were both we were both wrong on that one. Those niggas didn't even score a touchdown. Not one. Not I could like one. I, Watching that game, I couldn't believe it, boy. 
I have to use this analogy again, or I have to use the situation again. If I was to sit there, if somebody who didn't know football was to sit there with us, and we sat there and went, Patrick Mahomes, that dude right there goes crazy on the football field. That dude makes pass, like throws passes you've never seen before in your life, and they end up 80-yard touchdowns. Da, 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 da. And you, you know what? And they watch this game, they're going to go, why do you keep lying to me about football? And you know what? Here's the thing. He was still – that joint where he was sideways in the air and threw it and, and hit Tariq Hill in the face, <laughs> right through his hands, hit him face. in the face. You can't tell me that for, – for one, Tyreek Hill should have caught that. That was, that was a touchdown right there. But there's no, nobody else in the history of football has ever done something like that. But we're going, that's going to escape everybody because it was incomplete. But it wasn't incomplete because the throw was bad. <laughs> the throw was right where it was supposed to be. It was incomplete because his receiver didn't catch it. And it was around mad people. Like, how are you accurate in the air, hanging sideways? How was that an accurate throw? How, how? There's, there's no fucking way that, that that should be able to get where it was going as perfectly as it did. I'm sorry. It just, it's not supposed to happen. It's, it's not like you can't do that in a video game. How's he doing it in, in real life? That kid, that kid is something else. I don't. Like, I get it. He lost. It is what it is. They lost. The, the defense for the Bucks was the defense that we had all, that we saw the Bucks defense being. They played cover to the entire game. They were sending every, they, was, they weren't sending everybody at once. They were sending one person at a time. Go get Patrick. And the, the, they weren't, like, I, like looking back, like, real, they weren't even really blitzing. It was their regular defensive line just getting to, well, okay, to, to be honest, they were missing two offensive linemen. I think they, yes. lo- they, they lost both tackles. Eric Fisher was gone. He got injured in the, in the Bills game. And so I think the right, ta- or the right guard went over to left tackle. I know they did some rearranging, and then they brought somebody new to play right guard, somebody who hadn't played all year. So the Blitz pickup just was non-existent and they're not to wait that long because they were sending corners in at one point and i said oh you bold you to send a corner in on that offense and it worked to perfection literally if you're a fan of defense that defense right there was just beautiful that shit that shit reminded me of the giants when we made super bowl runs todd bowles did his thing on that that was a top bowl defense. Yes. Which is crazy because when he was with the Jets, he had a pretty decent defense too. They, I don't know why they just didn't want to hold on to him. And funny because I keep reading, he was he actually had a winning season. With, I think they went 10-6 and six when season went top bowls. Yeah. That just go like the dude. And I don't know if he's going to get a head coaching job anytime soon. But if I were, if I, honestly, if I were Todd Bowles, Eric Bieniemy, shit, Byron Leftwich. All these coordinators that are supposed to be getting jobs but aren't, I I, I don't know if I would want one. If if I'm Eric Bieniemy, why would I want to go and try to start over with the team? 
when I have what I have. Yeah, because one, you're going to a team that probably is ass. And that's definitely not going to have Patrick Mahomes. And they probably <laughs> want you to try to bring that same success that you had with that team over here, which doesn't work. It doesn't work like that. No. You need time to develop players and um, get your system going. Like The perfection that the everything fell into perfect place for the Chiefs to be where they're at now. They had a quarterback that was doing good. They were still getting to the playoffs. They were able to pick up a quarterback out of the draft that they really liked but didn't have to throw on the field, okay? He waits a year. He watches Alex Smith still still do really good in the Chiefs' offense and system. They still went to the play. They were still doing really good. But then they realized, okay, well, now let's give the kid a shot. They trade Alex Smith, and they get whatever they got back for him. And then the kid ends up being way better than anybody had imagined. And then they everything just falls into place. That doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. We look we look at all these they always want all these undrafted people doing really well, all these people that were selected super late in the draft. Well, t- Tom Brady was like 199 or whatever. And he's won seven Super Bowls. Cool. But this is not, these are not regular circumstances. This shit doesn't happen all the time. Nine times out of ten, your first round pick is going to be better than your fifth round pick. But there are circumstances where, oh, we can, we plucked this dude that nobody knew about and nobody, everybody was sleeping on. And now he's the highest paid player in the, in the NFL and the future of the NFL and a Super Bowl champion and MVP. That's not a regular occurrence. That was about the worst game I've ever seen Patrick Mahomes play. Oh, absolutely. 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 And I, I hate that he had to have that game in in the Super Bowl, but sometimes you got to have that game in the Super Bowl. There's, a, there's not a lot of players that are – top five, top ten in their respective leagues that haven't had that type of experience. You know why this hurts more than anything? It's because I watch CBS for a majority of the day. I watch CBS, the NFL Network, and ESPN. They all celebrated the black quarterback. Mm -hmm. They all put up their little think pieces, their little exposés, um, they brought up Doug Williams winning, being the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl uh, back in the 90s, I think it was. Um, then they show now how we had 10 starting quarterbacks were black and how, you know, back-to-back MVPs were black quarterbacks, you know. And then to have Patrick Mahomes go out there and not score a single touchdown. Not a one. It just... It kind of hurt. It kind of, and then against of all people, Tom Brady, they have him come out there and look phenomenal. Yeah, and we thought that interception he threw was going to kill him, and that shit didn't even. That wasn't even a, a hiccup in the game. Like he looked, like he was returned to form. Like he was at home. Oh man, all the fireworks and things. It's nice. All right, well, let's get on the field. Let's, yeah. We got another day at the office for him. 
that just shows like when people say don't bet up against Tom Brady, this is no, this solidified that. This all this is what happens because <laughs> more times the book due to seven and three in the Super Bowl, seven and three. And the same, I think I think he was excited to be on the other end of the defense that happened last night. Because usually it's Tom Brady that's getting getting run, getting ate alive by the defensive line and that's causing him to lose. I know he was excited to be like, "Oh man, look what, look at this." Now y'all see now y'all see why I be having trouble with these defensive lines sometimes. I, I can tell you now, the person who probably looks at Pat and goes, I understand the feeling, and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Because when your offensive line is gone, if you're a scrambling quarterback, well, I shouldn't say they're scrambling quarterbacks, but Lamar is better at it than most other quarterbacks. They, they said that nigga Pat Mahomes scrambled for like almost 500 yards. Just around the field. He had to do something. He had to create something. Just running. <laughs> he had to create something. His offensive line wasn't holding anybody back. They were letting anybody come through. You you know who else looked at that and was like, yeah, I get it? Deshaun Watson. Shit was like teen night at Peabody's. Everybody can get in. Dog. That shit was the cave in that bitch. They just let niggas run rampant. <laughs> that was shockers. They had they had they had Cheetah on a leash. Oh boy, uh, what's the dude? What's the white boy's name? Kelsey. He was. He ended up having a whole a, a whole bunch of yards, but it was Gronk, for nothing. Gronk went off last night. That was old Gronk. Yeah, that was that was pre back problems. Gronk. He was he was out there playing like he he was playing like he's been there before too. Like oh man, this is Super Bowl. Oh, all right. Well, let me catch a few touchdowns. He gonna fuck around and run it back again next year too. Damn. I mean, nothing a- that the Chiefs a- B- defense A.B. A- got a, a score last night. He got his Super Bowl, praise God. Leonard Fournette got his Super Bowl. And then Dama Kinsug. <laughs> he, he, fulfilled, he fulfilled what I said. He did it. He pulled a full Dwight Howard. Shout out to that man. Does this help his Hall of Fame chances? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Man. I think when you have a whole bunch of shit that people don't like, but you have the abilities that should get you in, the stats that should get you in, if there's you know a little hesitation on the part of the people that vote, mm-hmm. I think a championship helps put you over the top. I don't think it's the end all be all, but I think that will if if you're if they're swaying, they're like, oh, we don't really know. A Super Bowl victory will be like, all right, well, we'll put them in. Sometimes you don't need it. You have, I mean, and he might have gotten in without it. But I think now with the Super Bowl, I think it makes it an open and shut case. So we predicted wrong. Yep. But, I was so close. I was so close. But there was one person who who got it right. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Oh, my God. Well, about that Super Bowl yesterday. Hey, OJ, you got to take like, off the I'm mask. I'm not a guy to say I told you so, there but you I told you so. 
you know, I don't bet sports, but yesterday, uh, as I told you, uh, I was cheering for Kansas City, but I put money on Tampa Bay. I had a friend go down to the West Gate and make a bet for me. Uh, why? Probably it's because of Tampa Bay's defense. As I said yesterday, I thought Todd Bowles um, had him, Kansas City figured out. And uh, even though Tom Brady won MVP, which, hey, I have no problem with that. He played a very efficient game and threw three touchdowns. Uh, let's face it, the MVP of that game was Todd Bowles and his defense. They Thank you, OJ. Appreciate that, always. Man, we're going to we, – that, that's it for OJ till the next season comes through. I, for one, am ecstatic about that. I'm sure there's something that'll pop up and he'll he'll come through on that. But yeah, um, and that was just Super Bowl Sunday because Saturday um, the awards went out for the season, and I'm trying to pull them up now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers got the MVP. Aaron, Aaron Donald got Defensive Player of the Year. There you go. I'm, I'm Derek, waiting on Derek this. Derrick Henry got Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, Alex Smith got Comeback Player of the Year. Justin Herbert got Offensive Rookie of the Year, which was bullshit. Uh, and uh, Chase Young got Defensive Rookie of the Year. And Rus- Russell Westbrook, not Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson got uh, the Walter Payton Man of the Year. And then we got... To the part that I love the most about the the honors is when you get the list of Hall of Famers. Because that's a very special thing, especially yes. when they show the knock on the door and everything like that. And everybody's got their family with them. So here's a list, man. And a few of these we sort of knew were going to go in no matter what. Uh, Peyton Manning, of course. Charles Woodson. Calvin Johnson, who I did not think would be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But then when we talked about it uh, about a month or so back, that's when I I was like, you know what, maybe they will put him in first ballot. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, John Lynch, who should have been in a while ago, but it is what it is. Alan Fanica. Drew Pearson finally got in. He had been on the ballot for what, like 20 some odd years? But you don't care. He's a cowboy. so You know I don't. But that was fine. Let me see. who. What was the name of the coach that went in that was finally on the ballot? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Tom Flores. Tom Flores. There we go. But here are some players that are eligible for the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame next year. DeMarcus Ware. Mm-hmm. Steve Smith Sr. Mm-hmm. Anquan Bolden, mm-hmm. Andre Johnson, mm-hmm. Vince Wilfork, mm-hmm. and Devin Hester. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's pretty good. Who makes it and who doesn't, Dijon? Shit, your guess is good. I, I mean, run through, run through the list again, and I'll tell you if I think they're going to make it. DeMarcus Ware. Uh, yes. Steve Smith Sr. Ooh. No. Andre Johnson. Him and Steve Smith, I don't know. I'm going to say I don't know those two. Vince Wilfork. Yes. He'll, yeah, he'll, he'll get in. Anquan Bolden. Yes. Devin Hester. Yes. Hmm. 
I'm leaning towards yes for the two wide receivers, but I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. I think Devin's gonna go in just because he was one of the greatest return men of all time. Yeah. Vince is gonna go in being the centerpiece of that New England defense that mm-hmm. went to all those Super Bowls. Anquan's probably gonna go in because his resume speaks for itself. Yes. Demarcus, I don't think is going to be a first ballot, but I do think he'll get in eventually. Steve Smith will get in eventually. I don't think he's going in first ballot. I think they're going to hold the ring over him. And with Anquan winning the ring over Steve. Yeah, Andre, he'll probably get in, but. I think the argument is going to be similar for Steve Smith as it is Andre Johnson. Yeah. I see here Robert Mathis is up here too. Coach, right? I think so. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I think Demarcus will get in the first because he had the stats to to get there, and then he had the Super Bowl too. I think he's one of those cases where the Super Bowl just put him over the top. Yeah. And it was it was a Super Bowl that was a, a defensive game. That was the uh, the Super Bowl they beat in Carolina. I think Steve Smith was in that game too. For who? I think for the Panthers. I think he was retired by then, right? Against the Panthers? Wait. I'm talking about uh, when he, against the uh, when it was Panthers Broncos. No, he was with us. Okay. He's with us. But yeah, uh, exciting stuff for Super Bowl weekend. I'd be wanting to see everybody going to Hall of Fame. Just, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like everybody just just go in. Especially after you go through like the whole debacle with baseball's Hall of Fame. Just let everybody in. Yeah. Fuck it. If you if you if you risk CTE your whole career and you have if you if, you, if you're top ten in any category in your position, just go in. I don't care if you had the Super Bowl or not. Just go in. Because I feel like playing for the, uh, for a long time and having that much that much statistical success, whether you win a ring or not. Because honestly, it's probably it's probably very very hard to win a ring in the National Football League. So I feel like if you if you've had any kind of success statistically for your time playing, you played more than like what ten years. Just go in. <laughs> just go in. It's the Hall of Fame. If people know you and your your brand name, just go in the Hall of Fame. Like the whole name of it is doesn't it doesn't tell me that you need to have the best stats in the world to go. In. It just tells me that you need to be known. Because they, too much shit comes between people going in and not going in. Like the writers vote on it, and if they don't fuck with you, you're not going in for a while. So. It's not always. It's not just about the play on the field. So just just let anybody. Just let everybody go and fuck it. I don't, I don't Do care. You know who needs to go into the Hall of Fame as like a personality of the game. Who? Kevin Harlan. During the game yesterday, there was a streaker who put a stop to the game in the fourth quarter, around five minutes into the fourth quarter. And, uh, or five minutes left, I'm sorry. Kevin Harlan on radio, he was calling the game on radio. And you got to listen to this, man. 
Second down, 20. 5.03 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. <laughs> and now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up your pants. <laughs> he's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20. Down the middle. The 10. The 5. He slides at the 1. And they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants. Take off the bra and be a man. Yo. And the players with hands on hips at the other end of the field are looking at him and shaking their head and saying, why, oh, why is this taking place in a Super Bowl? I mean, that'd be the perfect place for it to take place. Okay, so I thought that that was the wildest car or wildest call of the weekend for sports. Nope. Imagine your girlfriend buys you a jersey. Oh Imagine your girlfriend buys you a Chicago Bulls jersey. Imagine that oh Chicago Bulls jersey happens to be one Michael Jordan. Jesus okay. Christ. Now, your girlfriend says, hey, I got tickets to the game, and they're letting fans in. Why don't you wear that little Bulls jersey that I paid all this money for, right? Oh, and man. you don't look at your girlfriend crazy because you don't think that jersey's real. So you decide to go to the game with your girlfriend and – you're just sitting there praying to God nobody notices that at in Chicago, you're wearing a fake Chicago Bulls jersey in the stadium. Well, that didn't happen. It's like an old jersey. That's, I, that, 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 that might be I'm a, not going to lie. That, that looks a little bit like, like the one that, 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 that you know, like, like you, find that, that on the street, the street vendor, maybe. Buy, like, buy one, get two free. You, hey, you want, you want. <laughs> You want this, My uh, man looks hurt. Nyquil oh, Jordan uh, yo, jersey. It's got balls. It's like, it's like the Bulls are like, it's like he might have made that at home. He, he had to know that he's getting clowned. I'm just kidding, big fella. Hey, he looks sad. He felt a disturbance in the, in the force. The their first lead of the night. <laughs> oh, man. That's, <laughs> that's cold by us, man. They, they allow oh, fans into the building and we're just oh. like. Man, what's up? What's up with the jersey? Oh man, come on! That was Adam and me, my man. It wasn't me. I got nothing. Man, it, it, oh, man, it. You, you gotta, you gotta feel for that man. But he really should have just taken the, the, the shitty conversation with his girlfriend over the. I'll just make her happy and just wear it. But wait, that is not the one that takes the cake. Imagine you are in high school, you're playing basketball, and they decide to televise the basketball game, and they decide to get some random guy to call the game on commentary, and he decides to divulge onto his personal dealings. Well, and then there's one more gone, gone, but not forgotten, and that's uh, our sweet sweet Lucy. at the age of 12, she was run over oh, yes. in our driveway. Oh, oh what the fuck? Like that? Was she run over like... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at the man talking about his dog, okay? I'm laughing at the fact that they're still said, trying to call said, a game. Was he run over like that? <laughs> and dude breaks off. It gets a beautiful layup, but... He's trying to do his best to be like color commentator while the other dude's over here crying about his dog. It is wonderful. It is wonderful. It is It is beautiful. It is absolutely. I shouldn't have laughed that hard when I first heard that clip. 
But man, that is sad. And those stands, I'm looking at this picture, like a picture of the game. Mm-hmm. They look full. This must be like a Florida or something. Yeah, probably. I mean, uh, it could be anywhere to be honest with you. But man, it was just a wild week for sports altogether, just with the with the calls and everything. Yeah, Kevin Harlan yelling at you to pull up your pants, take off the bra. <laughs> and, be, and be a man. And be a man. <laughs> As you run through the field during the Super Bowl. Man. Fuck it. He got his, he got his little time. That's all he wanted. He wanted his little time. See, the, he asked sun. for that. Dude that showed up with the jersey just. He, oh, man. He was in a bad situation regardless. Like, he was probably thinking, like, man, if I say something to her, I ain't getting no butt for a while. But now I'm getting, so I'm, about, I'm getting clowned on national television. See, and he, what messed him up, too, was if there was more fans in the stands, he would, like, have, like, got camouflaged, probably, <laughs> in the stands. Like, you wouldn't have noticed it. I'm sure, I'm sure niggas wear fake jerseys to the stands all the time. But the fact that he, <laughs> everything was distance, you got no, you can't do anything but see him. You're like, oh, look at this dude with the Fugazi jersey on. And he had good seats, too. Oh, he fucked mm. up. <clears throat> you can't wear the fake jersey with good seats. He was, supposed, he was supposed to go buy a new jersey just for the occasion. Like, he, he was supposed to. I know he had a Jordan jersey in the tuck, like a, a real Jordan jersey. He had to. He, he looked too old to not have a Jordan jersey in the tuck, being in Chicago. Like, I feel like if you live in certain places, if you live in New York and you're over the age of, like, 33, you probably have a Patrick Ewing jersey in the tuck somewhere. Just for, you know, just in case you go to Madison Square Garden, you got it. L.A., you got a Kobe jersey, you got a fucking Chat jersey, something like that. You gotta, ha- you live in Chicago, you have a Michael Jordan jersey somewhere in your closet. I'm sh- I'm 100% sure of it. A real one. Like, he, he got an official shit <laughs> somewhere. But his girl was like, nah. Nah, Jamal, where's this one? And Jamal was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Or, or his girl was at home and they met at the stadium and she didn't have his jersey on him and she grabbed one, but she baby, grabbed baby, the wrong one. <laughs> baby, grab my, grab my Jordan jersey out the. She just seen the jersey with the Jordan on the back. She was like, oh, this is perfect. That's the one his mom got him for his birthday a couple years ago that he was too nice to be like, mom's this shit is fake. And, and, and. Tammy brought the wrong one. Why do you gotta say Tammy? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You you know what? You're right. Shanika got the wrong one, and now he he's on he's all over the internet because he had the Fugazi Michael Jordan jersey. You hate to see it. Yeah, you also hate to see a racist ass country singer stay on the top of the charts after hurling the N word. I'm not saying the N word, nigga, at somebody. Or the N word. I don't know. I mean, I don't feel right saying it when I'm talking about white people. You know how, listen, we're not going to act like country music ain't. We, we know what they're giving up. We know it. He has been blackballed off of TV and radio. But his, his label dropped him, too. 
But in exile, Morgan Wallen, I guess that's how you pronounce the last name, tops album charts for the fourth consecutive week with no impact of the scandal hindering any sales or any downloads and streams. You see, the only way his shit would have got hurt is if he had black fans. Niggas ain't ever heard of Morgan Wallen. Waylon, whatever his name is. Yeah, I don't know if it's Wallen. So the only people that would be upset about that, because let's be real, white people are really not going to be upset about that. That's not their issue to be upset about. They're going to be like, oh, that sucks, but you know, I really like his song, so I'm going to continue to get it. Well, in an attempt to fix the young man and keep him from uh, saying the N-word even more, guess who decided to step in and help the young man understand that the N-word is a very bad word? The NAACP and gospel legend B.B. Winans. They're going to educate the young man on why the N-word is bad. Do they think that at the ripe old age of however old Morgan Wallen is, he doesn't know the the bad of the N-word? I don't know. What this... fucking education do they think they're going to give him? He knows he's supposed to say it. He said it because he was talking to a black person. He wouldn't disrespect them. What education do they think he needs? Well, apparently Cheryl Gwynn, the president of the Nashville chapter of the NAACP, says we invite him to come and have a conversation with us, the NAACP, as to why that word is hurtful. That's Even stupid. when you look at the other words that were spoken in the video, that one has a certain venom to it that the words just don't have. I'm going to say it. That's stupid. That's stupid. That's, that's fucking stupid. Why the fuck are you inviting him to anything? The music rights organization BMI has asked B.B. Winans to help Wallen understand the gravity and impact of his words. They say our hope is that B.B.'s outreach can help Morgan become a more inclusive and empathetic person. No, what they're doing is they want to rebrand him and they're gonna, they want black people to be a part of his rebrand since he said nigga. But you can't do that unless you patrol him around a bunch of black people who shouldn't be there in the first place. BMI considers this move a race-forward approach. This is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. We have to... The, the, the Nashville tap chapter of the NAACP is going to educate a fully grown white man about why he can't say the N-word. His music label, Big Loud Records, has suspended his contract this week after the video of him dropping N-word surfaced. Country music stations have pulled his music from their airwaves and playlists. His record sales, his digital record sales, have skyrocketed up to 80%. But he's going to get educated on why he shouldn't say nigga. You know, I'm pretty sure. That's what you're telling me? I'm pretty sure them boys at the Capitol was playing some of his music when they were. He's going to. He's going to get educated on how not or why not to say the word that he knows he's not supposed to say in the first place. There's no he has no consequence for this. Why why would he wh- This is stupid. I'm not I'm not even going to continue to this is stupid. And you you all everybody involved in this is fucking stupid, including BB Winans. This is stupid. And every, everybody involved is stupid, 
in that situation. Rest in peace to both Leon Spinks and Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer, who had one of the coldest scenes in Cosby Show I've ever seen, where he was sitting with uh, Pops and they were reciting, I think Macbeth, because they were bringing it down for Theo and them. Crush it! I know he was in Knives Out. I love that movie. Have you seen that movie? Yes. That movie is awesome. He was in uh. He was in a whole bunch of shit. He was. He hit ghost status for me when he did. He was in Needful Things. Like, he's just one of those. I know we talked about. Um, who do we talk about that passed away a few weeks ago? Cicely Tyson? The way we talked about Cicely Tyson, where she would show up and it was just instant credibility to your set, Christopher Plummer. Yeah, absolutely. And he always had this mysterious thing going with him where you didn't know if he was the good guy or the bad guy. Like, you didn't know until well into the movie. Listen, if, you ne- if you've never seen Needful Things, go watch it. The man was the devil in the movie. And rest in peace to uh, who, a man who should be in the Hall of Fame, Hexaw Butchery. He's known for being a tag team partner with Ron Simmons in the WCW, being one of the first all-black tag teams to win in the NWA, their championship. Uh, he's known for working Mid-South and the WWE. Rest in peace to him. And I just saw that the U.S. representatives just died. Of COVID. From, from COVID. 67. Ron White of Texas. Enjoy that slow ride to hell. All right. Gorilla Glue has released a statement. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. We just go, dog, this is <laughs> stupid. Everything is stupid. Because everybody's stupid. Oh, girl who super glued her hair was well, stupid is seeking legal legal action. Yeah, that's not gonna go far. Mm-hmm. Not gonna go far at all. You gotta literally go to a whole nother aisle from where she was at to get Gorilla Glue. There's hair products in one aisle, and then in a bunch of aisles away from hair products. There's Gorilla Glue. I want to read this statement here. We are aware of the situation, and we are very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident that Ms. Brown experienced using a spray adhesive on her hair. This is a unique situation because this product is not indicated for use in or on hair as it is considered permanent. Our spray adhesive states in the warning label, do not swallow, do not get in eyes, on skin, or on clothing. So she might actually win this. It is used for craft, home, auto, or office projects to mount things to services such as paper, cardboard, wood, laminate, and fabric. We are glad to see in a recent video that Ms. Brown has received medical treatment for her local, from her local medical facility and wish her the best. No, I've seen that she left the hospital because she said she didn't want to do the thing in the hospital. She wanted to do it from the comfort of her home. The treatment, but and now she, she can't get that right either. She might get something because if they didn't put, they said eyes, skin, or clothing. They did not say hair. So that right there, I know it's going to be dumb, but this is like the lady who burned herself off the coffee, and so now everybody has to put caution hot on the coffee. Lord Jesus, 
this is going to be one of those things where like Gorilla Glue is going to have to put on there. Do not put in hair because they didn't put it on a bottle at first. So she's going to be bald head and rich by the end of the year. It pays to be stupid in this country, evidently. Just stupid. Just stupid, stupid, stupid. My mom used to say, she used to call it stupid McNupits. All these people are stupid McNupits, and I hate them all. It, dog, like, and I know what she's doing. She left, she left the hospital because she wants to do it from home so she could document it for her fucking whatever she does on the internet. But it's not working. The bitch looks like Fire Marshal Bill now. Oh, my God. No, I hope. Oh, my. You know what? What, what else are we talking about today? Uh, one Vision <laughs> dropped on Friday. Hey, man. This show is phenomenal. You know what? I told niggas to wait. I just told niggas to be, be patient with the show. Be patient with the show because it's going to... It's going to be good. And we people are like, no, it's so stupid. We're okay. not going to drop any spoilers. You got to watch it. But just know. It's fire. Episodes four and five. I had to watch those multiple times. Niggas had to be spoon fed the shit that you should have already seen coming. Why? Why are y'all so stupid? Can we name this show stupid today? Because <laughs> it's just- Due to Randy Orton, stupid, stupid. Y'all just y'all y'all need to be force fed shit sometimes, and I don't understand. I don't understand. This is also if you know anything like anything about anything about this character, you know when the shit was when people were talking about the show coming on, you knew what the vibes were gonna be. <coughs> you knew the vibes. They told y'all specifically, yo, this show is after Endgame. Specifically. They were like, yo, this is after Endgame. They said it a million times. Yo, this show is after Endgame. I want to make sure I get this sister's name right because she is phenomenal on this show. And I want to make sure I get her real name so I can shout her. Is Tiana Paris? It's probably pronounced Tiana. It might be Tiana, and I apologize. T E Y O N A H. Yeah, that's about Tiana. She. Oh yeah, she's great. Is fucking great. Incredible in this. I think that's why I started enjoying when they started like really framing the show to like showing her side of it. See, and I'm really excited about because you notice how she acted when they said Captain Marvel, right? Yeah, because she's supposed to be. That's, her, yeah, that's her daughter. That's old girl's daughter. Yeah, but that she's supposed to be. I can't give it away. I can't give it away. I can't. I can't say what she's supposed to be. But she's supposed to be somebody very important to, yes. to the Marvel universe in the near future. Man, I just wish y'all niggas would let shit, just be patient with shit and just let it happen. Because nine times out of ten, it's it it everything that you. All the questions you have, all the shit. It's like watching movies with a child. They're going to ask questions, and they're going to get the answer in like five minutes. They just got to shut the fuck up and get the answer. I saw they dropped the trailer, the, the next trailer to uh, Falcon wearing a soldier, and I'm with it. Yeah, that's going to be fire, too. Like, I, when was the last time Marvel shot a brick? 
Let's be real. Well, with the TV shows, I wasn't like Agents of Shield, and I think they had like another one, The Immortals or Eternals, I believe. It was something. It was another TV show that I think it got canceled after the pilot. See, and even with, and you know what I think, you know why those shits got can weren't weren't as good and got canceled because they were on network television. Yeah, they were on ABC. Now Netflix, when they had their string of Marvel shows, other than Iron Fist, them shits were all right. And then if if they've done like I know this is we're in uncharted waters where they're making shows about people that we've been seeing in their movies. But when it comes to their cinem like their cinematic universe, like for like right there with the core group and everything, they don't play. They're not trying to make any of this shit look bad when it comes to properties that they have movies out for. They're not. <coughs> and then add in them all the acquisitions that they've made to make this shit go further. They're not playing any games right now. Kevin Feige, y'all got to put respect on Kevin Feige's name. They clearly have an they have an a, a idea, they have a plan to go forward, and this is what they're doing. The only reason the shit had a hiccup is because we had a fucking global pandemic for the last year. That's the only thing that stopped the train. Shout out to old boy who played Jimmy Woo too. He was actually pretty phenomenal in that. I saw on Twitter an idea. They should have a show where it's Jimmy Woo was the main character and he's just doing his day-to-day shit with like like coming in contact with all these superheroes and shit and dealing with all this shit that's going on with with him being the main character. Sort of like the, what they should have done with Agents of Shield with yes. Agent Coulson. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been good. Especially when he learned the card trick. I'm not spoiling anything. When he learned the card trick from Ant-Man. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> I see what they did. <laughs> they put things together in the show, and I appreciate this. Are you going to be excited to watch, uh, uh, what's that girl? Um, Black what? Widow? Excited? No, but I'm, I'm going to watch it. Because they keep saying, oh, it's going to be in theaters. It's yeah, they wanted to be, be in theaters. So, they wanted to be in theaters so bad. They they dropped the ball on that. They did. They should have just, that should have already just hit Disney Plus, to be honest with you. But I'm going to watch it because. And it's more of a prequel to anything. Like, it's not like she's alive after the movie. It's like. I figure. If y'all ain't watch Endgame by now, I'm sorry. Like, she did. That to y'all. She, 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 she did. But I feel like knowing that we're gonna get some shit that we that's we're gonna need to get hyped for another movie. I don't know which movie. They have a whole bunch of movies on the, coming out soon. But I feel like it's like there's certain movies you gotta watch just to go along with the whole shit. I've watched every fucking MCU movie so far. I'm not gonna stop now. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to go to the movie theater to see it. Yeah, I don't want to die. I would rather just wait till the shit hits streaming. Although I've seen certain theaters around here, like Cinema Cafe, they literally like limit ticket sales to like ten a person. Yeah, which, they're not. They're not really. Which, I don't think they're packed now. Um, you're losing. And I think at it's. That point. I mean, at this point, if I mean, I go to the barbershop. I mean, I can't really. I go get my haircut, so I can't really turn my head at like. 
going to the movie theater. I'm going to get my haircut. It's a smaller space, and it just kind of it's. I one, just I just feel like it's it's harder to mandate like mask wearing in a theater of all places. It's dark. Ain't nobody gonna be walking up and down the aisles looking to see if you're wearing a mask. You, you're probably eating popcorn and drinking soda. If you go to Cinema Cafe, you're eating wings. I'm going to keep it above. Sitting in a movie theater with a mask on would probably be the place where I would forget about the mask being on the quickest for me. I don't really go to the movie theaters and get, like, snacks and shit. I just go and watch the movie. I I don't like paying $12 for a soda. Well, when I go, I see, I go by myself. I go to Cinema Cafe. This is back when everything was safe. I pick me out a little corner, okay? I would get myself a little pizza, a little something to drink, and just enjoy the movie. Or I'll get some wings and a beer. It depends on my mood. It depends on what I have to do later on that day. But that would sort of be like my little me time. Yeah. But there were people all around me. I don't know how it's going to be like to go into a theater. I mean, I can like finesse it in my mind and be like, yo, I bought this bitch out. Like, I can do, I can do that. But I'm not Bow Wow. So I can't really, I can't play myself like that. True. But I mean... I don't really, because usually when I, because when I do go to movies theaters by myself, it's during, like, it's early. Yeah, I and usually go, like, the, the early time, The time where I would go see my, like, I went and saw Captain Marvel, but there was barely anybody in the theater. Like, I would try to go in, like, 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Like, I ain't got to work. Sometimes I would, I would wake up and go to the movie theater, like, when they open. <laughs> be me and, like, two old ladies in that bitch. You know, or I will wait till late at night. Like I remember, I saw the hateful eight at night, like at midnight, one time. Yeah, I seen, I seen, uh, I seen Infinity War by myself. Yeah, I seen that one, and I seen Endgame by myself. And I went to go see Justice League by myself. Yeah, so I mean, and like the times I go, I know it's gonna be it's gonna be relatively empty anyway. So I don't really. It's either it's it's no big. But I like going to see movies like that by myself because. I don't have to answer any questions. I could just sit there and enjoy. Well, I'm not going with anybody that's going to ask me questions anyway. Like, I think we went to go see Black Panther together. That was the last time I went to go see a movie with somebody else. Yeah, we went. It was a gang of us. Yeah. I remember I went with my old Cox co-workers. I know Dom was there. Alana was there. I think TT was there. Yeah, because I remember buying a whole bunch of tickets for everybody, and everybody gave me money back. Yeah. They went to MacArthur for that. Yeah. That was actually a fun night. That was, that was an experience. That was a... Niggas had their dashikis on. Not me, but niggas. Yeah, we, we sort of showed out for that movie. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of us. Look at us. Everybody, everybody made it a point to make sure they went and saw that shit opening weekend. In theaters. Yes, you didn't get in it theaters. in bootleg and shit. We went. Niggas wasn't theaters. trying to bootleg that shit. No. I mean, I got the bootleg afterwards, but I gave them my money wow. and, and watched it. I just had to watch it again because there were some things that sort of slipped me. And. You know, once Michael B. Jordan had his shirt off, you know, the women. You all right there? Ah, uh, yeah. You right. good? Like, <laughs> you, you all right? I'm all right. I'll get there. I'll get there. Hey, man, I watched uh, <laughs> I watched Malcolm and Marie the other night. Did you watch that by yourself? No, I watched that with Charlotte. Oh, okay. What'd you learn? I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch it on. I'm trying. I'm planning on watching it on Sunday with somebody. Remember, and I saw this today on Twitter too. Shout out to Twitter.com. I love that place. Remember the, the episode of Martin 
when he was like, well, go ahead, Gina, just go. And she went to walk out, and he was like, no, yeah, leave. yeah. That's basically the show. <laughs> That's basically Malcolm and Marie. See, this is the vibes I'm getting from this movie. With more I toxicity. I watched it, right? I'm getting a sense that whichever female I'm going to watch this movie with on Sunday, mm-hmm. they're going to love it, and I'm going to sit there and be like, damn. Uh, dude, it's like out, out loud, I'm going to have to say, like, damn, this dude tripping. Yo, you, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, yo, what is wrong with her? But I can't say that out loud because she's going to be feeling it. Listen, I, we watched that shit at, at different times. I was like, she crazy, he crazy. And it was just, all I know, she she made him the worst pot of Kraft macaroni and cheese I've ever seen. No seasoning, just vibes. <laughs> just butter. The, she asked the, that nigga if he wanted salted or unsalted butter. And that was it. Man. Just just vibe. And that nigga, listen, when I tell you that nigga wolfed that shit down, <laughs> he acted like he was never going to taste anything good ever again. That nigga had two servants. Just fuck that shit up. Yeah. So I'm I'm just waiting, you know, try to make that a romantic deal or whatever. Yeah, it's a whole lot of toxicity there. Well, I'm a toxic dude, so. I suggest if you or your girl are having any kind of issues, <laughs> don't watch this together. Y'all got to be good. Like, be or don't on, let her watch it. Y'all got to be on good terms. Because what, from what I've been seeing on Twitter is is the women have yeah, all if, but. Listen, if your girl ain't happy with you, don't watch that movie with her. Don't let her watch it. I heard, I heard both actors did their thing, though. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a good, it was a good movie. I heard the story was kind of, eh, but the actors really pulled through. Well, it really was no real story. It was about what, like he had a premiere. He premiered a movie. And this is them getting home after, and issues arose. And this is them literally, it's literally, the movie takes place over the course of a night, like a late night. He's drunk, she's clearly not, and how many times have you ever been in a situation where there's, an issue arises when you guys are out, you're drunk, your girl's not, you get home, and the shit just kind of spills out. But then from that one issue comes different arguments. Yeah, the truth finally comes out to a few certain situations. Yeah, so like mm-hmm. they argued and then they would be cool. And then something would be said that would spark another argument. But I tell you one thing, every time every time he got quiet in that motherfucking movie and that nigga didn't see his, his Marie, he was, Marie, Marie, Marie. He if he didn't have eyes on Marie for more than two seconds, he was he was hurt. He was trying to find her. The young heifer was probably gone. And I she ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I'm just saying, in his mind. That's, yeah. And honestly, she should have been. But I'll let you watch the movie and you could you could uh you can uh analyze it how you want and after you see it. You and you and your Whoever you watch it with can have a discussion after. Yeah, I ain't trying to be alone on Sunday night. I'm going to find somebody. If you think you're lonely now, wait until tonight. And I was going to wait for Thursday, but shout out to all you, all you people who thought you had a 
Yeah, something. A significant up. other, and then uh, you ain't get no call or plans. And it's supposed to snow for Sunday. <laughs> it's supposed to snow, so you can like cuddle a little. Bit, and you know it's gonna hurt even more because a lot of y'all can't fall back on the oh, it's just All Star Weekend. You know, he's he or she is doing something. Ain't no All Star game this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's it's you and them. Ain't so no if, Grammys. If you if you find yourself solo dolo this weekend. That's not your. That's not your person. <laughs> that's not your man. That's not your girl. <laughs> move on. It's over. Mm-mm. Go ahead, move on. Cause uh, yeah. I'm trying to be in somebody's daughter's kitchen cooking some. Chef it up, romantically. Listen to like Shadi or some shit. She can make you some Easy Mac. No, 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 no. We ain't making no Easy Mac. Yeah. You know. Make some, you know, something this uh, Stouffer made, you know. Throw it in the microwave, throw it in the oven a little bit. <clears throat> hey, man, stop using your sexy voice on here with me. 350. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like 350, that. 350, you know what I'm talking about? We can eat Popeyes and watch Malcolm and Marie. Oh, my God. What's good, Ma? You want flowers? You better get some flowers for somebody? You know. Nah, you ain't yeah. get no flowers, nigga. I know get you. Some, get some flowers, get some chocolates, you know what I'm talking about? Be romantic. I'm being romantic this year. Somebody, got, somebody's going to get the romantic got, version of me. Wait, you got romance in you, dog? I got it in me. You got some romance in you? Yeah, I got it in me. Okay. All I right. got to use it like rollover minutes, though. I can't. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, can't, I can't just. They got to have some singular rollover minutes from, from, <laughs> la, from last things, from last uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, I got to like, use them too because they don't like transfer year to year. So I got to like a girl to girl. Yeah. So I got to use them before the end of Valentine's Day this this Sunday because on the fifteenth I got to start a new. So yeah, like vacation time. Oh, your PTO get reloaded. Yeah. Okay. 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 Is there anything else we need to get into? Man, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm listen. I'm tired from last night, dog. Because you was drinking, drinking, you were drinking heavily. Fucking TT kept pouring shots up. Fireball too. Oh, I wasn't drinking no fireball. No, I'm just saying she was drinking that fireball like it was nothing. Yeah, that shit's disgusting. But to she me. had to get up on a Monday. Yeah, everybody in the room was drinking like they didn't have to get up and go to work the very next morning. Well, I did so. So, I was hurting, man. Yeah, you were talking about calling off. <laughs> I was like, this nigga's not calling off. I was like, oh, man, I took, like, what, two shots of whatever that thing Dom brought in here. What's oh, the that? proper 12? Yeah. That shit is just Jameson. <laughs> yeah, it is. That shit is just Jameson with a, a UFC fighter as the owner. That's all. Man, I feel it. Once we're, once we're done here, I'm going home, and I'm laying down. See, look at me. I'm fucking yawning and shit, yo. That shit. Man. It was a fun night, it was a fun night though. Yeah. Fun I ain't got nothing else. You can follow the show on both Instagram and Facebook at This Ain't a Pod. You can follow my esteemed colleague over here, who actually has a girlfriend, at exhibit underscore DEE on both Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me, who's currently single, and going to be in someone's living room holding someone. Could be one of you. Probably not, though. It could be. I don't know who listens to the show. You can follow me at Well Damn Spread on both Instagram and Twitter. Damn, we should have played either Drake or Janet Jackson when we started the episode. <laughs> no, Pink and White fit perfectly. We will see y'all again on Thursday at 8 o'clock 
right here. Shout out to all our new followers, by the way. New listeners. Shout out to y'all. I'm going to get Sam on here. Sam who? Your cousin. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to get Sam up here. Yeah. Sam. <laughs> yeah, Sam's wild. We got to get Sam up here. I love my cousin. We'll, we'll do that. But things start to quiet down more. Yeah. All right. Who am I thinking? Who am I thinking? Who am I thinking? Thank you again, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Good night, everybody.